Talk with Georgia. 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 Welcome, 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 welcome to Georgia's Talk, good people, with news that you can use for your commute or workout. Hey, good people, I'm Georgia, your host, so please have several seats or get your workout on while I enlighten you on what's going on in the world around us. Uh, what? <laughs> I have the chatter about everything from under the sun. So, let's get into it. Alrighty, so... Go ahead and hit the, subscri the subscribe button along with that follow button. And like, like, like. And share, share, share. And put a little love, love, love on it. <laughs> Alrighty, so today's topic is going to be about we're gonna have we're gonna talk about um let's see we're gonna talk about the trucking industry and also we're gonna talk about unemployment. Alrighty. Alright. Let's see. And then don't forget to check out my website at www.georgiestalk.com. Also, go ahead and join the Facebook podcast group blog for those that have not. And that's Georgia's Talk LLC. And yeah, there's a Georgia's Talk as well, but I'm not that active on Georgia's Talk, but I'm very active on Georgia's Talk LLC. So go ahead and add yourself and don't forget to purchase some merch. And we're going to talk a little bit about some sports. Yeah, we're going to talk about sports. We haven't been talking about sports in a while. So we're going to touch on those topics today. <clears throat> Alrighty, so we're going to be talking about the trucking industry, unemployment, and sports. Alrighty. And for those that's not doing so, please go ahead and follow Georgia's Talk on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe, like, share. <laughs> oh, well, YouTube, you can just hit subscribe and listen. So, um, Also, if you need to email me, you can email me at georgiestalk at outlook.com or georgia's talk at yahoo.com alrighty and for those that would like to give donations don't don't donation donation you can do so um you can cash out me and that's money sign georgia's talk so that's money sign g-e-o-r-g-i-a-s-t-a-l-k all right and thanks for all the donations um Let's welcome all the newcomers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Hopefully this is not your first and last time. We want to join you um, in the Georgia's Talk community. So hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. 
please also listen to my trailer. Keep in mind, just to name a few, I'm on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker, CastBox, Box, <laughs> Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and many more. Just wherever you get your podcast, Georgia's Talk, or news that you can use is there. Hey! <laughs> hey, good people! How are ya? How are ya? How are ya? Alright. Yep, it's the weekend. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Alright. Alright, so um let's get into it. Alright, so we're gonna talk a little bit about the trucking industry. Um, so basically they have begun to go electric, right? Wow, everybody's going electric. <laughs> so Australian truck trucking industry is making moves to go electric, right? And so the latest development, a system for using swappable batteries instead of time consuming recharge situations for long haul trucks between um, siding and um, Brisbane. So basically uh, shows how this transition is gathering momentum, okay? So there will be clear economic, environmental, and health related benefits from the switch to electric trucks for the, um, for the broader community as well. And as I stated, swappable batteries could work well for the trucking industry because you know, whoo, their fuel is out there. <laughs> so that would really actually help them. It'd be cost, um, it'll really be cost effective, cost efficient. I know I'd be tongue tied that country is, you know, all of the above. <laughs> so there are many benefits from electrifying truck transport. And um, so let's see, Woodworth, Ikea already started the tr to transition to electric delivery vans for environmental benefits and boost for their brands. So, hey, that's cool. So many big companies are making commitments to cut their carbon emissions. Alrighty. So it's some more that's gonna do it too. Four skew metals target of net zero operational um, emissions by 2040. So it's mining fleet operations account for half of its operational emissions. All right, so that's a little bit about that. And if as you driving, um, going wherever you go, you can basically look at all the different um, cars that's already electric. Have people have already went electric. And another cool thing about going electric, they don't they don't really have maintenance. So if that's something you want to look into, do your homework. Alrighty, um, so we're gonna also talk about unemployment. So that's the next topic, okay? Okay, so at least seven million people are likely to get unemployment tax refunds. And the reason why I wanted to touch this because I don't know if many people check their bank accounts, but just in case you're one of those people that don't check it on a daily, uh, you might want to check your bank account because if you were ever on unemployment, that's why I'm telling you, you need to check it and also listen and please pass this information on. So basically share, share this. Um, okay. So about 7.3 million tax returns processed by early March seem to qualify for a new tax break on up to $10,200 of unemployment benefits, according to a Treasury report. 
all right? So many of these tax payers will likely get a refund from the IRS. Their returns were processed before President Joe Biden signed the American Rescue Plan, a 1.9 trillion COVID relief bill, right? So to date, the IRS hasn't had, well, basically hasn't said how many tax payers it expects to get refunds, right? At least 7 million people likely qualify for tax refunds on unemployment benefits received last year, and new reports suggest the American Rescue Plan, which President Joe Biden signed in March, waived federal tax on up to $10,200 yeah, of jobless benefits per person collected in 2020. Taxpayer, taxpayers qualify if their modified adjusted gross income was less than 150000 That limit is the same for all taxpayers, regardless of filing status. About 7.3 million tax returns processed by the IRS as of early March seem to qualify based on those rules, according to a Treasury report issued on Friday. Those returns reported a collective $87 billion in unemployment benefits, according to the analysts. They accounted for, what, almost 99% of all processed returns that reported unemployment compensation. Unemployment tax refunds. Many of these taxpayers are likely owed a refund from the IRS. Their returns were processed before the unemployment tax break became law on March the 11th, meaning they likely overpaid their federal tax bill. To date, the IRS hasn't said how many taxpayers it expects to get a refund. The agency didn't respond to a request for comment on the report's statistics. The IRS will start issuing refunds in May and continue paying them into the summer. The reason why I'm saying this is because I know someone that got it. So say for instance, for an example, you were trying to get unemployment and you never got it, but you still did your call-ins, your check-ins, or you started getting it, then all of a sudden you got cut off and you kept doing your call-ins and your check-ins. This is pertaining to that. All right? So the IRS will start issuing refunds in May and continue paying them into the summer. So I know someone has already gotten this and when they look at their account, they were like, why did I get this? This is the reason you got it. Okay. <laughs> and the agency may also apply the refund to any other outstanding taxes owed, all right? So the Treasury Watchdog Report analyzed tax returns processed by the IRS as of March the 4th. The filing season started February the 12th and ends May the 17th. Stay woke. Alrighty, so pass that information on. For those that's wondering, where did that money come from? as well as those food stamps. <laughs> yeah, I heard about y'all getting them food stamps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard about it. Yep. I heard about y'all getting those food stamps and don't want even don't and don't even want to share them. Don't even want to share Y'all know y'all need all them food stamps. Hmm. 
and they all on Facebook saying, I got this amount, and I got that amount, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, oh man, humble yourself, humble yourself. Humble yourself. Probably selling them and everything. May we in May y'all I'm trying to see something Okay, so it's the um, pandemic EBT. So basically, the pandemic EBT program during school, um, year 2019-2020, it got approved on 5-8-2020. No, that's, oh, I was trying to find a one for, uh, oh, Okay, so remember, they had got that one. That was last year, how you didn't have to get food stamps. It, as long as you had a kid in school, then you would get them, right? So it looks like they approved another one um, for pandemic EBT program during school year 2020 and 2021. So they did approve another one. Okay, so it says it was approved. So that's, but it's supposed to be in like the, um, you know, for the, um, what is that? The snowstorm. Yeah, that's what it's for. So the ones they're getting now is for the snowstorm. Hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's what that one's for. Okay. All right, so now let's talk about sports. Okay. My left eye is jumping and it's bothering me. Uh, oh man, this time. Normally, my left eye jumps, it means someone's coming to see me. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, it was like, uh, it used to be like my dad. Like, my, my dad would come, like I say, my um, eyes jump and shit. My mom would be like, which one? And my dad showing up would come. So basically, um, it looks like the Bears are signing Demir Bird. So, um, free agent receiver Demir Bird to a one-year deal. Um, so basically, Bird joins a receiver's room that includes Allen Robinson. Dornell Mooney, Anthony Miller, and Raleigh Rattle, and Javon Williams, among others. All right, I'm 
probably butchering these names as usual, but hey. <laughs> so Bird, he's about 28 years of age. He spent um, last season with the Patriots. He made 47 catches for six, 604 yards and a touchdown in his long season in New England. Bird began his NFL career with the Panthers in 2016. He spent three years in Carolina before joining the Cardinals for a season and then the Patriots last season. So in 44 career games, Bird has 91 catches for 1,092 yards and four touchdowns. Woo-hoo-hoo! Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Woo-woo! <laughs> and then we have, um, let's see boxing no Mayweather them supposed to be boxing tonight or something like that hmm let's see other night it was uh, Mayweather versus uh, Logan Paul it's supposed to be no that's June the 6th oh yeah I think they postponed it didn't they I think they postponed it because this fight is June maybe they did postpone after the sworn they did or something Anyway, so um, we have Ken Kenny Kenny Lowe and Saunders. Um, so their fight is off over twenty-two foot ring size, huh? I wonder why. So Billy Joe Saunders dad says that the fight is now off due to a disagreement over the size of the ring for Saturday after the Mexican star refused to allow them to have a 22 foot ring as such the fight is off wow man people make excuses for anything everybody always crying about nothing considering that the maximum size for a ring is 20 foot it's unknown why Saunders is trying to get a 22 foot long obviously Saunders wants to use the ring to evade <laughs> Camion for 12 rounds but it's looking bleak for Billy Joe because he's not getting his way I told you crying over spoiled milk Saunders can forget about his big purse for the fight <laughs> Which is rumored to be seven million. Oh man. Mm -mm -mm. Man, man, man. Well, I guess. Hmm. And then we have Jimmy Guadalupeo reacts to 49ers moving up to draft Trey Lance, possible trade to New England. So this offseason has been a whirlwind for 49ers quarterback Jimmy. Over the past few months, the veteran quarterback has watched as his current club traded up to the number three overall pick with the clear intention of drafting his successor that came to the fruition last week at the 2021 NFL Draft 
when San Francisco selected quarterback Trey Lance out of North Dakota State throughout the pre-draft process, Donato's brass wasn't shy about revealing that they wanted a more durable piece under center. Leaving Jimmy, Jimmy's future in the NFL hanging in the balance. Wow. That's crazy. So with the Patriots drafting Alabama's Matt Jones, number 15 overall, however, a return to New England may not be the best long-term move for Jimmy as he continues to monitor possible landing spots outside of the Bay Area. In the meantime, it appears as Jimmy is gearing up to compete against Lance for the starting job for this coming season. If, it, if he's able to keep his gig performed well, and most importantly, stay healthy, clubs should start popping up in short order. All right, so let's cross our fingers, pray for him. All righty, then we have the Yankees. So Yankees seven, Astros, Astros three, um, so they played the Bombers to victory. So the force was with the Yankees as Stanton on the bullpen carried them to victory. So there was a lot going on at the stadium. It was not only Star Wars day, but also the first home game against Houston with fans in the, stand, in the stands since the sign-stealing scandal broke. The win that night was sure, it was a sure experience for many of the lucky attendees as the booze and jeers rained down from the stands. And despite uh, a performance by Domingo German, a combination of plate discipline, another dominant bullpen performance, and bit of luck pushed the Yankees' off offense to a 7-3 victory. So they did great, y'all. All right, and then so we have, let's see. So Football World reacts to Michael Vick's current 40 time. Over the weekend, the 2021 NFL Draft took center stage from Cleveland, Ohio, as over 250 players heard their names called. While the draft was the main football highlight this weekend, it wasn't the only football-related activity. Also taking place was an incredible cause for charity that benefited cancer research at St. Jude. NFL Network hosts, and basically the whole world basically was there rooting and all that. <laughs> so everybody was crunk raising money for a great cause. That is nice when everybody can come together, right? That was nice. Jerry Rice, Ray Lewis, just to name a few. Um, that was nice. So the former NFL stars took the field to a run, a 40-yard dash in hopes of raising money. One of the athletes taking part was former Atlanta Falcons Store quarterback Michael Vick, who you know he can run. What? God has blessed him. 
at 40 years old, nearly 41, Big dusted the field with a blazing 4.72. What? <laughs> what? What? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it to people? Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, I had that speed. That was cool. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. And that's for someone that haven't even really seen the fields in years. It's an incredible time. I mean, very incredible time. Most of the fans couldn't even believe how fast he still is. And I mean, come on. I know, like, my 13-year-old thought I couldn't run, baby. What? 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 <laughs> I could show you. When I showed her, she like, eyes got big. Don't let this age fool you, baby. I still got them track legs. What? I still work out. What? <laughs> Don't try me. <laughs> Man, okay, and then let's see. And then we're gonna talk about Justice Wins Winslow. Okay, so this is basically de deconstruction and hopeful rehab of justice. All right, we're gonna have to pray for him. We gotta put him in our prayers, y'all. So basically, Winslow is the youngest of a family filled with athletes. His older brother, Josh, was a football player, and um, his older sister, Bianca, was a basketball player at Houston. Uh, the Winslow name and University of Houston basketball are forever um, due to... Um, so they all just athletes, basically. And then um, due to their father. Um, so Ricky, a member of the most famous um, outside of the Divine Nine. So that's mine. Um, <laughs> you know what? Wait. So the Rion uh, 1980s Houston Cougars um, teams that made two what NCAA championship appearances led by Clyde. Um, then they um, and then named a king. And then there was Justice. He was basically the youngest son of Ricky, growing up in the same city of Houston, in which. He looked to do the same as his father and shine on the hardwood. So basically, their father was an athlete, and then all the siblings were too. And then, so basically, it's like, um, that's pretty cool though. A story he did as he became one of the most highly um, players after prep players in um, the country coming out of high school. So that's a big deal from straight out of high school too. That's real good. But hey, just because your whole family did it doesn't mean that that's something you want to do. But if it's a tradition, you can't really let them down. So Winslow is one of the, those cases of can't win for losing as obstacles have been thrown his way his entire NBA career. These trials have shaped his career. So he an H-Town hero. From the day uh, Winslow stepped foot on the campus of St. John's 
high school, he was the one. Winslow was a four-year starter at St. John's, starting and ending his prep career with state championships. Winslow stuffed the state sheet as a senior, averaging 27.5 points, 13.6 rebounds, 3.5 assists, 2.1 blocks, and 1.8 steals to cap off his career and power his way to his second consecutive Gatorade Texas Player of the Year. So Texas Mr. Basketball and McDonald's All-American Hero, I mean honors, with a state line like that, it should be no shock that Winslow was five-star recruit out of high school, hovering around the top 10 in his class. On all recruiting sites, Winslow had offers from a from all kinds of schools, just basically all over the world, but ultimately settled on the Duke Blue <laughs> Devils. Not bad. really good the success that Winslow was having followed him to Durham although his ten, ten, tenure at Duke was brief Winslow did everything possible to up his stock and prove to NBA scouts he was ready for the NBA much like high school he was immediately successful in a blue devil uniform as Coach K showered him with praise, comparing him to former Duke stars Tommy and Grant Hill, driving in a point forward role as a freshman. So he shined bright like a diamond. He averaged 14 points and nine rebounds per game as he led to Duke Blue Devils to, 20, to a 2015 national championship and certifying himself as a lottery pick in the upcoming draft. That was cool. Honorable mention honors after averaging 12.6 points, 6.5 rebounds, 2.1 assists, and 1.3 steals over the course of 39 college games. Winslow decided it was time to make the leap to the next level. So basically, he was drafted 10th overall in the NBA draft by Miami Heat team looking to fill a LeBron James <laughs> size hole in their lineup after the breakup of Heatless with stars Chris Bosch and Dwayne Wade still on the roster. The Heat were able to, to take their time with Winslow. He was eased into the rotation as he gradually became a starter that lived up to his stack sheet stuffer reputation before eventually evolving into a defensive stopper assigned to the opposing team's best player. His level of play earned him NBA All-Rookie Second Team honors and left fans curious of what a more experienced form of Winslow would look like. That's where everything began. His sophomore season was derailed by injuries. First, a sore left wrist, then a torn um, lemon in his right shoulder. January 2, 2017, sidelined him the rest of the season. Winslow third and fourth seasons were a little more generous health-wise, but small strains and sprains once again kept him from a completely healthy season playing 68 and 66 games. When he was healthy, Winslow was a project as he coached. Eric deployed him in a variety of roles from starter and role player to every position from point guard to small ball center as he provided a type of versatility that could lead to a long NBA career in the modern NBA. But just when it seemed like Winslow may operate a P.J. Tucker, Kyle Anderson-like role in Miami, 
more obstacles occurred. The 2019 to 2020 season saw Winslow only play 11 games. A back strain in, so basically he's back on the sideline because of that. And before a re revelation of the back injury caused an extended period of time. Disagreements, of course, because of the injuries and stuff like that, between Winslow's staff and in the organization, while um, sidelines with the back injury, something that Winslow has caused, one of the best things to happen in his life and on, so on and off the court happened as he was a part of their team deal that sent Andre Adelupa to Miami and landed Winslow in Memphis with the season delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. All signs pointed to him making his Memphis Grizzlies debate in the Orlando bubble before he was injured in practice. Winslow severely injured his hip, requiring hip replacement surgery and adding another setback to his young career. This brings us back to the point about athletes and their humanity. The last two injuries Winslow endured are probably related in some way or another. The human body is funny like that. The injuries he has had to deal with the last two years are both fundamental to everyday life, especially in cause of hip surgery, post-hip surgery, before you even think about making a basketball move. You have to relearn practically every movement as the hip is fundamental and to every aspect of life, whether it be sitting, walking, or running. That's before you even get to the intensive amount of jumping and cutting with contact required at basketball's highest level. Winslow has shown flashes of what he can be as a positive member of the Grizzlies future, but for the most part, he has still been trying to figure it out and has been objectively bad this far. That's crazy. Like all these incidents and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. His body, he's too young for all that. Man, that's a lot of injuries. So, so let's pray that he can return and hopefully with time, the Grizzly believe that hopefully he can return. So let's keep him in our prayers, y'all, as he have a speedy recovery. Cause that's sad. He just has too many injuries to be that young. That's a lot, but you gotta take care of your body. You have to. And then TE, um, so Josh Hill retires from football less than two months after signing with Detroit Lions. Um, so basically, he officially announced his retirement Thursday, less than two months after joining the Detroit Lions as a free agent. So the Lions signed veteran um, tight end Darren Fells as a replacement. So Hill, who turns 31 later this month, spent his first eight years with the New Orleans Saints before being released in a wave of uh, salary cap cuts. He initially planned to follow his former position coach, Dan Campbell, to Detroit before the apparent change of heart. Hill's one-year deal with the Lions was scheduled to pay him $1.2 million. This game has blessed my family and I with more than we could have ever imagined. He wrote in an Instagram post, everything this game has given and taught me makes this decision extremely difficult, but I am looking forward to all of the years I have with my young family and being able to chase 
after different dreams. Hill joined the Saints as an underdrafted rookie from Idaho State in 2013 and quickly earned a place as a versatile blocker, receiver, core, special teams, player, and occasional, occasional fullback. The six-foot five 250-pounder finished his career with 116 catches for 1,071 yards and 15 touchdowns in the regular season, plus another 15 catches for 166 yards and a TD in the um, in the playoffs. So basically, I mean, maybe him and his wife had to talk it over, and he just said, "Hey." Um, Family first, you know, and sometimes it comes to that. So hey, let's keep him and his family in our in our prayers as well. But basically, he picked the game because it contained no fewer than four prospects, most um, notably Houston defensive and Peyton Turner who will become the first round pick of the New Orleans Saints. So, well, I wonder do we have to pay that money back? So, we talked about unemployment, the trucking industry, and sports. All right. And now, don't forget to... Go ahead and hit the subscribe button along with that follow button and like, 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 and share, 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 and love, love, love. This is from all the good people that came in a little bit later. Um, the ones that probably forgot to press it in the beginning. So please, please um, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And, um, and also, you can go check out my website at www.georgestalk.com. Also, for those that have not joined the Facebook podcast blog, um, it's Georgia's Talk LLC. Go ahead there and add yourself. Also, don't forget to purchase some merch. Okay. okay. And also, for those that's not following Georgia's Talk, please do so. Um, you can uh, follow Georgia's Talk on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Again, I need to get subscribe subscribers. I need to get at least a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So please, please, please uh, tell your family and your friends, your co-workers. Hey, go to YouTube. Um, just type in Georgia's Talk and hit subscribe. Hey, it. That's how we grow. That's how we grow. And it doesn't cost you anything. I want to thank you for your love and your support. It's um, very uh, much appreciated. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And God bless you. Also, for those that would like to email me, you can email me at georgiastalk at outlook.com or you can email me at georgiastalk at yahoo.com. Also, um, I like if you have you need me to um i do advertisement i do advertisement i do shout outs um you can also um let's see for those that want to send some merchandise and you would like me to open it up and send you a shout out i can do that as well let's see let me give you my information if it comes up um, I'm gonna give you um, let's see 
I'm trying to find the okay so if you want to send products and gifts you can send it to um, 550 North Central Expressway and that's um, well of course Georgia's talk sorry so you can send it to Georgia's talk 550 North Central Expressway PO box 3447 McKinney Texas 75070 and um, so basically I'll shout you out um, open up the product and tell everybody about it and um, let's see also um, for those that would like to donate um, I, can, I always keep you anonymous um, so for those that would like to support George's talk, you can go um, to Cash Out, and that's money sign George's talk. Any amount will be much appreciated, and I thank you, and may God bless you. Again, that's um, Cash Out, and that's money sign G E O R G I A S T A L K. Thank you again. Please also listen to my trailer. Keep in mind, just to name a few, I'm on Pandora Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor.fm, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, PocketCast, Radio Public, and many more. Just wherever you get your podcast, Georgia's Talk, and news that you can use is there. Thank you for checking out Georgia's Talk, good people. As always, thanks for having Georgia, Georgia on your mind. (laughs) May God bless. Thank you, Jesus.